0: This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings and your legacy can all suffer. With over 12 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management and much more. Now listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions, to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Mike Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner here in Ventura, California, Uh, Got a good show today. We're going to be talking about some interesting things. We're going to be talking about your retirement age. We're going to be talking about taxes, all kinds of exciting stuff. But hey, can't have a good show, can't have a conversation without my good friend, my co-host here, Tony Shore. So Tony, I'm looking at you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. How have you been, my friend?
0: Well, it's always a beautiful day here in Ventura, California. You know that.
1: True that.
0: Going to be a hot one today, 85 in town, 95 in the valley. I suggest you all pile in the old jalopy and head on out to that beach. Oh, you're a couple weeks late. Yeah, the I heat know. has
1: come and gone, and <laughs> yeah, now I we're know. in the the, I the cool spell here. It's wild. I know. It's
0: just wishful thinking. Wishful thinking in a I fall. Know. I missed the summer but it, already. That sounds good. But well, Venture, we all hope is for Ventura is great. We love it here. It's This is what I like to call God's country.
1: The surf, the sand, <laughs> and the high taxes.
0: <laughs> and high taxes the land of high taxes. So, no, I'm doing good. I just can't believe how time has flown. How about you? What are you up to?
1: You know what? It's been a great season. You know, we had a birthday, we had a bunny, we had Halloween. Who's it's birthday? just been, you know, lots going on. So Who's life's birthday?
0: good. Whose birthday?
1: Oh, uh, my middle one. My, my middle girl turned six. Do
0: you, do you remember her name
1: or... Well, I don't know. I didn't know if that was some weird, like, <laughs> privacy thing over the oh, radio. Oh, you don't want to Reeves, talk about it. <laughs> okay,
0: sure. All right. I so thought maybe the kids were don't, listening. Don't you know, her by name.
1: The, the kids um, might be listening. But, yeah, or... our, our middle daughter, Reese, she turned six, and so it was funny because she um she's always uh, been begging, 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 begging for a rabbit. Oh, boy. So, you know, we had – um. It was the funniest thing when my grandmother passed away. We were going through all of her holiday stuff. My grandmother loved holidays and she had all the decorations and her house in Ohio was always overly decorated for every season, which was fun, you know, as a child <laughs> and even as an adult and all of that stuff. And True. as we were going through stuff, we found this full size bunny costume. And sadly enough, it only fit me. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. So So it was funny because my my daughter who wanted a a bunny, I dressed up as a bunny and I I came out during her birthday. So everyone's getting a little peek in my personal life here. And it was funny because she was excited to see the big bunny, but also disappointed because she wanted a real bunny. And so I I had the little bunny kind of tucked up my sleeve. And once she was kind of calmed down that she wasn't getting a real bunny, I pulled it out. To, of course the 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 wonder and excitement of a little girl. So oh, that was that's really cool. Great. Yeah, was a lot of fun.
0: That is very cool. You tell you what though, you're, Tony. You're such a great dad.
1: The bunnies the cheap part of owning a bunny. All the other <laughs> stuff, my goodness. <laughs> getting the food and getting a cage. Oh my gosh. Bunny bunnies are cheap though. <laughs>
0: Everything yeah. else is what got me. Well, sure, yeah. My my daughter has a has a rabbit as well. Oh, really? So, yeah. It is oh, yeah. expensive. They they eat a lot of food and they need a big a rabbit a decent rabbit hutch is expensive. So
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So it's tough. So what are we talking about on the show today, buddy?
1: <laughs> well, you know, good question. A lot's been coming out in the news lately. It's just been such a busy time period news cycle. Some of the things that were good, I mean, a few weeks ago, we did a show on positive economic data to reinforce to people that, hey, you know what, even though emotionally it feels scary, the stock market's up, and oh my gosh, it's coming to crash and all this stuff, is economics generally lead conversations. And one of the things that we're cycling through right now is a very strong corporate earnings season again. I mean, gosh, I think 75% of earnings have come out better than expected. Once again, that's powerful. It's awesome. And what's happening in the old stock market? It's going up. I mean, even Amazon had a big beat and boom, gangbuster returns and all this stuff. So, you know, economically, things are very strong, which is fantastic. But we always want to consider what it's all about because my focus is retirement income planning and retirement income planning isn't always about the stock market. It's not just the stock market and your investments and your returns. Um, what we look at is we look at, hey, when you're saving money, when you're in that accumulation phase of life, obviously you want to focus on the stock market. You want to capture all the returns you can. And when you retire and you're in the distribution phase, it doesn't mean that you don't need stocks because we want to have an element of red money, which is something we discuss regularly. We want to have that red money positioned in the bucket of our assets that we don't need in the near term. And so there's always going to be an element of equity exposure in most people's plans. But times have been changing, Tony. People are living a little longer. You know, it's getting a little scary. I I always kind of joke with people. I say, what if you accidentally live too long? And (laughs) and what I mean is, is when you're in the planning process, you know, if you have just enough money to get you kind of that far in life, what if you accidentally live just a little longer? Then what? Mm. You know, because that plays into a couple of our major fears in retirement planning, you know, fear number one ish is the idea of ending up in a nursing home, and fear number two is outliving your money. Mm. And so what if you do accidentally live too long? Well, it's interesting. A couple things play into that, right? Cost of health care, taxes, all these elements. I mean, even if we took this away from money for a second, what's been happening with medical advances over the last many years? Well, yeah,
0: it, yeah, it, it is. So there have been a lot of great changes, uh, right. medical advances, for sure. All
1: right, so people are living a lot longer. And so it's funny, even Susie Orman, she recently came out. And so one of the, you know, you look at all these numbers in life, we're always talking about numbers and rules and how much you got to have, but everybody's different. Everybody has a different answer. And, but one of the common themes that they talk about is, is at what age do people on average leave the workforce? And so re- very regularly, it's talked about the age 63. Susie Orman just did a big interview and she said, bada bing, bada boom, quote, 70 is the new retirement age not 63. Forget about 63. Uh, And she even went on to say, quote, not a month or year before. It is 70. That is the big magic number. And why did she say that? And so she went on to talk about very loosely what I just discussed, obviously the costs associated with retirement and how people are living longer. But she says that it seems in her experience that a lot of people have about a good, solid 15 years of retirement saved, man. You got enough money that, boom, you can make the first 15 years awesome. But if you stop working in your 60s, what happens if you accidentally live too long? You really need a retirement plan that can support more like a 30-year plan, not a 15-year plan, you right. know, per what she was discussing in her interview. <clears throat> a couple things that she brought up, um, which is actually something we've shared quite a bit with clients. Fidelity regularly does a study. And every year they say, what are the healthcare costs when you retire? And when they look at an average sixty five year old couple, and this is the updated study for two thousand seventeen, on average, a sixty five year old couple will need about two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars on average to just cover the costs of healthcare and retirement. Now, what is that covering, Tony? Any ideas? Um,
0: I don't I have no idea.
1: All right, good answer. So so the reason they started at 65 is because that's Medicare age. So what they're saying Hospitalization? is-
0: Hospitalization? Okay, yeah, well,
1: so all that basic stuff. So yeah. you got to pay your Medicare premiums, right? You got to buy some hearing aids. Yep. You got to buy a couple teeth here and there. Yep. You got to pay for all the basic healthcare costs and medications. That two hundred and seventy-five grand that Fidelity studies or references in their study, that's only for the basics. That in no way covers long-term care- or nursing home or assisted living or anything like that. That's a completely different study and that's a more expensive study. But the whole theme of this interview that she was giving was that look, these costs are exponential and people are living longer than ever. And so you really want to push it a little harder to find that success because you know, for every dollar you don't spend in your sixties is one more dollar that's growing into your seventies to be used later. Now, I don't necessarily side with the idea that everybody has to work until 70. I don't think that that's an appropriate thought because remember, retirement income planning is personalized to you. Mm -hmm. It's what you've done with your life. It's the resources that you have. It's the work that you've saved and accumulated and all these different things. And so the reality is everybody's answer is different. But to at least advocate what Susie's talking about here is she's reinforcing the idea that things are changing because people are living longer. And that that part of it is
0: true. Things really are changing.
1: Right. That's totally true. And so because of that, you have to be willing to accept a skewing in what you thought was reality a number of years ago. You know, if you thought you were retiring at 62, well, maybe you're retiring at 65 now. And it's all based on how the numbers lie, right? Because Mm -hmm. what do you need in retirement coming in the front door every single month, Tony? You have to have a paycheck. Every month, right? You got to have money rolling in. Whether it's coming from your back pocket to your front pocket, whether it's coming from social security, whether it's coming from a pension, whether it's coming from rental properties, you need those things coming in every single month. And that's why planning is so imperative. You know, and once again, remember my new book. How your financial planner failed you. What do we talk about? We talk about a study in there. I don't know. I said we, I, I talk about a study in there from Transamerica. Yeah,
0: I didn't it's, go write that. Trust me.
1: I, you know, it's me and my imaginary friends. All of yeah. us, we, we put this together. But, but the theme is, is less than, what was it? Less than 11% of retirees and baby boomers have any type of written retirement income plan. Oh. You all have money. You all have investments. You all have assets. You've all worked hard and you have no stinking clue on how to use them. Yeah, that's not And how good. long they're going to last you. It's scary. Yeah,
0: it is. It is. So what's the answer then? What You're the answer, right? I mean, people need to come to you, set up a meeting, and you'll lay it out for them and help them make hey, that's, the right decision. that's decisions. certainly
1: one answer, Tony, and I appreciate that. The other answer is don't accidentally live too long.
0: <laughs> well, we want to live as long as possible, though, don't
1: we? <laughs> Absolutely. I was, you know, I'm just teasing. But, but look, it's, it's all about having a plan in place. It's all about understanding what you're trying to do. And the best thing that you can do is be proactive about this stuff. You don't want to create a retirement income plan two weeks before you're retiring. You want to create it five or 10 years before you're retiring. That way you can start working on it and augmenting it and adjusting it and making sure that it's molded to fit what you're trying to accomplish. You know, Mm -hmm. every good thing in life takes time to create. And that's what we focus on. We want to create this stuff and we want to work on it and keep it up to date. Um, I was reading a little a little savings article the other day and it said, hey, if a 25 year old puts 100 bucks into an IRA each month, by the time they retire, they'll have a million dollars. Now, obviously, that's based on the model of how many years of average retirement. So 60 something plus your 7 percent rate of return or something like Mm -hmm. that. But what was interesting about it. Is if that same person waits ten years to do the exact same thing, instead of a million dollars, do you know how much they end up with, Tony?
0: Like seven hundred and fifty or something or five. Oh, that'd be
1: awesome, my friend. It's three hundred thousand dollars.
0: Oh yikes. <laughs> because they're you not taking of, advantage of that compounding interest, right?
1: Right. It's the snowball. Remember Calvin and Hobbes, you know, they push the little thing down the hill and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And
0: bigger? <laughs> yes, I do.
1: I mean, that's what we're talking about here. And so that last 10 years of, of real savings when there's real money in there has a significant, significant impact. I mean, to be fair, that's even what, what Susie was reinforcing in her article is the money you don't spend in your 60s. Well, hopefully you have the money saved in your 60s. So letting it push another five, seven, eight years could be really powerful in what it becomes.
0: Yeah, that's huge. Well, you know what? We have to take a quick break here, Michael. Is there anything else you want to add before we do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, everybody, you need a plan, you need a process. You need to know what you're doing with retirement. You need to understand your taxes, your income, your estate planning. There's so much to understand and decipher before you go ahead and pull the trigger. If you want a copy of my new book, How Your Financial Planner Failed You, which really is a very basic template of how you start to establish a retirement income plan, give our office a call. Set up a complimentary consultation. We'll be more than happy to, to give you a free copy of our book. It's um, our office number, 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. Visit my main website, thelindgroup.com. LIND is L-Y-N-D. And we will be right back after this. In today's
0: volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. If you have ever thought that maybe too much of your assets were exposed to market risk, you owe it to yourself and your retirement to check out the Color of Money Risk Analysis. To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit us at thelindgroup.com or call us today at 805-500-7035. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with myself, your co-host, Tony Shore, and the amazing Michael Mansfield, our host wow. from the Lind Group. And <laughs> Michael, great show today, Mike. Seriously, good topic. Thanks, Tony. I mean, anytime you can bring up Susie Orman. Um, hey, you, know, you got to do it. Who's next? Jim Kramer. <laughs> He's crazy. Anyway, um, what are we talking about in the second half of our show today?
1: Well, look, you know, we just covered a a long, long little spiel about the idea of what's the appropriate retirement age. And even though the answer is unique to everybody, Mm -hmm. we know that naturally for many people, it is slightly getting pushed out. And that's just one of the challenges of rising costs, the benefits of medical advances, keeping you alive longer and all of that stuff.
0: Well, and another cause of that is people want to work longer because they're obviously they're healthier. Uh, staying healthier longer. So they're working longer. So that's pushing out retirement for a lot of folks, I would imagine.
1: Absolutely. And so, you know, one of the caveats though, is remember, I love talking to my clients and the people that come in about tax planning. It's not just about investing, right? It's about what you're you're making, it's what you're keeping, all that fun jazz. So what's happening on your tax return has a real impact on you. I mean, Gosh, one of the things that people don't put enough energy into is social security planning just because of the tax benefit associated with it. Remember, a lot of people, hey, you've been saving, you put some money in your 401k, you got some money in your IRA, you let that thing grow and grow and grow. And you're all excited because you saved money on your taxes that year and it's growing tax deferred. But what you do is if you put a little too much money in those types of accounts, by the time you're 70 and a half and the IRS makes you take money out, you've kind of created a ticking tax time bomb because you've just deferred, 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 and then you got this big, giant account, and now whatever has to come out has to come out. And a required minimum distribution out of those accounts, hey, guess what? It's taxed fully on the federal and state level. Wow. So you have to do that basically by 70 and a half-ish. Granted, you have the ability to wait until 70 to take your Social Security. Any idea what percentage of retirees take uh, Social Security, let's just say, over the age of 66, Tony? I would imagine it's not very much. Right, it's not. So less than 4% of retirees take Social Security over the age of 66. Oh, yeah, now, they all in- take
0: it early. They think they got to take it right away or they're going to lose it.
1: Exactly. But what people aren't thinking about is they're, they're using emotions to make decisions, and they are not thinking about taxes one spit and bit, which is scary to me. Because think about this. Remember, a minute ago, I just said your IRA 401k money, when you have to take it out at 70 70 and a half, is fully taxable on the federal and state level. Wow. Social Security, on the other hand, at a minimum, 15% of it is exempt from taxation. And it could be, depending on your situation, that 100% of it is exempt from taxation, but that's its own conversation. But let's just say at a minimum, 15% is exempt. And it's also not taxed on the state level. So... Well, let's think about this for a second. You get a paycheck of Social Security, you get a paycheck from your 401k. Which one's a better tax deal, Tony? Social Security. Social Security, big time, my friends. Yeah. And so there's a lot of planning that I put into retirement income planning that says, when is the best time to take Social Security? And when is the best time to start taking those 401k and IRA distributions? Because it could be completely opposite of what most people do. Most people take Social Security early. And most people wait to take the 401ks until 70 and a half. If you start flip-flopping those numbers a little bit, you pull out the 401k money closer, you know, in your earlier years, and you delay your social security, what have we done? We've controlled what those 401k tax liabilities look like later in life, but we've also maximized our much more tax-efficient income asset. So there's a lot that goes into tax planning with retirement income planning. Hence another reason to work with somebody like myself who really focuses on getting the most out of it cuz just cuz you've got a whole bunch of money coming in the front door every month in those paychecks doesn't mean the government's not trying to take it back from you every April.
0: Yeah, they're good at that, aren't they?
1: Heck yeah, you know. And so <laughs> Uncle but there's Sam a will lot to think share. about. Yeah. Especially in California. Uh, fun article just came out recently, uh, 10 least friendly states in U.S., uh, tax friendly states in the U.S., 2017.
0: So wait, wait, but 10 least friendly tax states?
1: Correct, in okay. 2017. So, Tony, quiz question, who do you think which state was listed as number eight?
0: Number eight of the top 10?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, was in, it California? Wild- Oh my gosh, you are getting good at this. I would have put soon, it I would have put it higher. I would have actually put it
0: higher. But
1: <laughs> I would have, you know, it's funny you say that. I would have thought that too, but 8 was the 8 California's number 8. <clears throat> but it's interesting cuz you know, the article touches on a number of things. One is the highest state tax bracket in California if you're on the high side of income earners is 13.3%. So that's how much they take from your income on the state level above and beyond your federal taxes. Um, you also have some high sales tax here in California. See the base state sales tax is 7.25% plus any local levies. And we just had some local levies. So I think we're paying the better part of 8% in sales tax. You look at gas tax in California. Did you guys know that 38 cents of every gallon that you purchase is just the tax alone inside that number? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, diesel's 39 cents a gallon cigarettes. Gosh, here's no, no great reason to smoke once again. Two dollars and eighty-seven cents per pack is taxation for the wow. state on cigarettes. San Francisco wow. even adds another twenty percent on top of that. Oh, and let's see what else. Thank uh, God, alcohol I'm not a is taxed heavily. You know, it's all the sin stuff, right? Sure. So we've got twenty cents a gallon on beer and alcohol. Um, liquor is taxed at three dollars and thirty cents a gallon. And then the best for last: Does anybody carry one of those little personal computers in their pocket these days called a cell phone? Oh, yeah. Did you know the wireless service tax in California is 11.6%? Oh, I mean, it's crazy. Wow.
0: I had no idea. I bet New right. York is high, too. Where are they on the list?
1: Uh, I didn't read the whole article, Tony. Give me a break. You're not going to
0: go over the top 10?
1: <laughs> no, You're not gonna I don't list know who Unless I can compel everybody <laughs> to move out of state, we don't need to talk about anything else <laughs> at the moment.
0: <laughs> okay. The, okay. Um, I just thought, but, you, you know, top 10. List. But it's
1: funny because what are we talking about? I mean, a moment ago, I I just shared a very basic strategy of trying to make more tax efficient income by using Social Security and your 401k. And we live in one of the highest taxable states in the country. Don't you think you need tax efficiency in your retirement income plan? Doesn't that make sense a little bit? So what are you doing to accomplish it? Because I can tell you what, from the studies I get and everything I read and all the people that come in the door, this is A very little held conversation with financial service professionals. But to me, this is one of the most important conversations. How you utilize your assets in retirement will have a direct impact on how long you're allowed to live. Wow. How's that for a scary? uh, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what that is. A public service announcement. Um, But we really want to put the time into making your plan as efficient as possible. And taxes are a big component of that. So, if you don't have a retirement income plan, you need to call me, 805-500-7035. You know, every week we talk about this stuff. How often, Tony, do we spend a lot of time on actual investments? Well, probably not a lot. Right, we don't. And, and there's, there's a reason for that. Picking investments is not hard. What is hard is picking why you're picking investments. What type of yeah. investment do we need? How much do we need in it? Where does it fit into the plan and why those are those are easy decisions to figure out once we figured out what the problem is. That's why we spend so much time on this show every week trying to educate consumers that with financial planning and retirement income planning. The process is not. Hey, it's nice to meet you in a first meeting. Hey, here's a really cool thing you should buy that has nothing to do with it. The plan and the process require a lot of analysis of your situation. What is your social security? What is your pension? What is your external cash flows? What are your expenses? Like, what is your tax liability? Like, what is your legacy plan? Like, what are, what do you want out of life? You know, if you just want to sit around and play golf all day, then we need to figure that out what that means and how much it'll cost and how we're going to subsidize that and make sense of it. What's going to happen with your healthcare costs and things like that. There's so much to plan out in order to create a plan that makes sense. And to be fair, At the end, it always comes back to picking investments. But the benefit of what we do here at the Lynn Group is we pick investments with purpose. By the time I'm done working through a process with you, I can say this is the type of investment we need. Here's where we're going to position it. We need exactly this much money in order to solve this problem. And you know what? All of a sudden, it all makes total sense. But it never makes sense when we just go meet with people and buy things for the giggles of it because we're scared of the stock market or you know something of that nature. So we want to be very careful with the decisions we're making because how many chances do we have at retirement planning, Tony? Uh one. <sighs> yeah, I'll give you one. Yeah. I think one's a good answer on yeah.
0: that. Yeah. I mean really, yeah, you have one shot at doing it right, uh, but yeah. you know, it's never too late. You can get a second opinion, I guess. So one isn't well, I, totally accurate, well, but it's really, you know, uh, well, you, and I'm
1: I'm relying on Elon Musk to at least create a time machine here in the next yeah, few years.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can't go back, right?
1: Right, but you know, yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, we'll just all go sign up to live on Mars. <laughs> well,
0: hey, on that note, you know, we're almost out of time for today's show. Um, yeah, uh, is there anything you want to say to wrap up today's topic?
1: You know what? I really love what I do, Tony. I love having these conversations with you. I love putting it out over the airwaves. I have a passion for helping individuals and spouses and loved ones come up with retirement income plans. I think it's interesting. I find it exciting. I love the numbers of it. To me, it's just like my first book, the wealth puzzle. Everything that I do is a puzzle. And I found that the more you keep moving those puzzle pieces around the better and better and better the picture can look. And that's, what's powerful. So everybody listening, if you don't have a financial advisor or you do, but you don't have a proper plan in place, a plan plan that is being actively implemented, updated, changed based on your needs, your situation, your life, all of those things, then give us a call. 805-500-7035. Right now we're offering a uh, a free copy of, of my new book that just came out, How Your Financial Planner Failed You, which is a guide to the essentials of retirement income planning. But give us a call, set up a complimentary consultation, be more than happy to give you a copy of the book and talk through in a little more depth uh, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about today. You know, how do you create a plan? How do you deal with taxes and all this fun stuff? So 805-500-7035, visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D, and you can always listen to recordings of all our radio shows. We keep them, um, we keep them on a, on our, you, you can find them on our main website, but you can also go to financiallytunedradio.com. Listen to all our recordings. But, hey, we're going to be back same time, same place next week. We're going to have an even more exciting topic. So don't hesitate to tune in and get all the good info. And feel free to give me a call. Any questions, concerns, thoughts? Hey, if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about on the radio show, Tony and I would be more than happy to do that. Shoot us an email. Give our office a call. Let us know what you want to hear about, and we'll, we'll get it on the agenda. Otherwise, we'll be back same time, same place next week. Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com.